What is going on, everyone? This is episode 43 of the Attack of Zero podcast. As always, I'm your host, Carter Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkin. Carl, what's going on today, man? We had MC5 over the weekend. We also had regionals for for Star City Games across the nation. Well, across the Midwest and East West. Yeah, I was going to say, there was... Oh, did they not go out I don't think they they had one out West this year. Huh. Weird. I remember uh, Todd Anderson, who currently lives out in California, complaining about how there were no... Clo- the closest one, I think, he said was, like, ours. <laughs> Dang. That's a... So, that's a drive. Yeah. From California to here, but... Um, but we also had Ben Restricted Announcement today, which... Yeah, we... We got a lot to talk about. We actually got a lot of... A lot of things happened today. We had a lot to talk about. Um, for sure. Where do you want to start, man? Let's start with you want to start with the championship uh, review. Can, yeah, we can go from there. And obviously, I am well prepared and have things pulled up, including the deck list. Yeah, of course you do. Um, it was the one thing I forgot, man. All right. <laughs> the one thing you forgot was the first thing you told me you needed to pull up. All right, I have it pulled up. Okay, we can talk now. Okay. So, <laughs> Mythic Championship five. The arena only format for the most part. Gruel uh, aggro in the hands of Javier Dominguez took everything down. Um, now, granted, not to say Golos decks weren't like the high and prominent decks of this like tournament, but and Golos made second place, but still, Gruel aggro um. coming out of nowhere, running people over. I need to, um, I believe someone was saying that Javier actually didn't have that good of a run if you actually look at it. Um, and I need to find who posted that. Yeah, the formatting for these arena magic championships are really weird. It's like round robin, then it's like double elimination. You can, like go pretty much 50-50 and still win the entire thing. Is how I've as how I've viewed it. Think of it like World Cup soccer. Like you if you go you can go like 4-3-4-3-4-3-4-3 and make it to the next ter- end of sec- section of the tournament and then someone can go 4-0-4-0-4-0 and then 0-4 and not make it. Yep. It's a um, weird, so it's Eric Froelich Eric Froelich posted on Twitter last night. He said, um, before you get too excited about Gruul, try to remember the deck went 7-15 and 15 on day one and 4-3 and three on day two. Javier might be the best player in the world, and even with these three wins, he's up to 11-6 and six overall. Gruul does some very cool things, but not the best deck in Oko's world. Exactly. So, yeah, like, you, you can be excited that Gruul won, but that doesn't mean Gruul is good, necessarily. Yeah, the format is really, really... It's a, it's a weird format. You can't really take anything away from it. And it's like... Because it's double elimination, like, if someone... Like, if Bant Golos... Ha- Bant Golos would have had, like... I don't know who was in the loser's bracket, but whoever was in the loser's bracket, they have to win two full matches of Magic. Like... Yeah. So if Bant Golos stumbles in one match, they're done. 
It's just done. And I mean, I I believe that's what happened uh, in the first, like his his opponent, Juan um, Amel. Uh, how, how do I say this name? Jean Amand Pra. Uh, the Bangolos player had, <laughs> I believe they won the first match, but Javier won the second. Yeah. So as a result, because Javier was the top seed, he ended up winning the entire event based on that. Pretty much. Um, Mono Red made top eight as well in the hands of Li Shitian. This Cavalcade deck yeah. was really good looking for a while. Um. And then it hit all the, like, Simic Food and Bant Ramp decks and kind of just didn't really do anything anymore. Uh, um, we also got uh, Ken Yukihiro playing Mardu Knights, which is a list I talked about last week that looked really exciting. Um, ended up top-eating with it. But it's interesting to talk about how there's only... It, that Bant Golos was 42% of the field on day one. Mm-hmm. And... Only put one at the top eight. So, um, it technically, like, if you look at statistics, it underperformed in this field. But granted, this field was designed to beat up Bant Golos. Yeah, everyone knew what to come expect coming in. So, like, even the Golos decks were built to beat Golos. So, take everything, you have to take everything in this, in this tournament with a grain of salt. Um, the food decks, uh, Actually, like if you could lump them all together, the like the Bant food and the Simic foods make up about a about almost just under half of the top eight. Um, with Andrea Minguchi's Bant food deck being like the probably the highest finishing of the foods mm-hmm. for sure, and probably looking like the strongest and contender of like of the next of the standard decks to up against Golos. But again, just because the format's weird, it's just like if you if you if you get put down in that losers bracket, it's real hard. It's kind of like almost like a smash yeah, tournament it's, almost. It's very hard to come back. I'm I don't understand why we had double elimination on this. Uh, it, because they want as much content as possible crammed into this time that they're spent paying employees and casters and things like yeah. that. Yeah. I guess, man, but man, is it like kind of whatever. Um uh, but yeah, outside of that, I didn't. Really, I like. I watched zero of this. I just wasn't interested mm-hmm. because I knew it's like, how many Bant Golos mirrors do I get to sit through and watch today? And I, I, I know they probably tried to avoid it, but I'm pretty sure that they didn't. <laughs> I'm sure there yeah. was a few Bant Golos mirrors on somewhere. Um. Another deck that just kind of just fell off the Golgari Adventure decks, or just the Adventure decks in general. Like, man, to be fair, going into this tournament, I was not very high on those decks. They they did not um, do very well at all. I I watched a couple matches on Friday, and they had the the Golgari Adventure deck on, and I'm just like, man, this doesn't like do anything. Yeah, it's like y- you like our mid-range deck but your card advantage isn't very good i'm just like i am i'm kind of off this yeah but so 
Um, anything else you want to talk about with MC5? Because, I mean, it's kind of a non-existent format anymore. So. Yeah, yeah. So, we're recording this on Monday because they upped the banned and restricted announcement to today. So, mm-hmm. so, we have a couple bands to talk about today for sure. And then some other new stuff to talk about later, which we're real excited for. Um, so, where do you want to start? Do you want to talk about regionals real quick before we move on? There's not a whole lot to talk about. I played five out of seven rounds because I had two no-shows. I'm just like, just kind of over it. There wasn't a whole lot to go on. There's a real small tournament, too. Uh, 111 yeah, I think, people. Which, for our regionals, is real small. They had tables set up for 250 to 300 people. And we didn't even hit half that. So, like, I was at table 54 uh, because the alphabetical thing. That's how they start, Mm -hmm. how they sit you. There was two tables after me at 55 and 56. And there's only one person at 56. (laughs) So, that's how that went. Um, It was fun. I had fun. Played Dredge. played Played a Singleton once upon a time, which... It, it it when it's in there and you have it in your opener it finds an enabler or it can find a dredger like this is it's pretty good <laughs> you can find a merchant of the veil you can find a neonate you can find stinkweed imp thug you can find a land if you need a land so it makes hands keepable i might pl- start playing try, trying out like two copies in there and see how consistent that makes the deck because like we were talking about the last two weeks probably is like the the more consistent you can make your modern decks to be the better off you're going to be in the long run yeah absolutely um but back to these banned and restricted announcements uh we have two cards banned uh one's for standard one's for popper i'm real excited about the one for popper the one for standard we all knew was going to happen um yeah exactly so as of october 25th for tabletop and october 24th for arena and the 21st today for Magic Online, Field of the Dead will be banned in Standard, and Arkham's Astrolabe will be banned in Popper. Thank goodness to both of these, man. I'm going to be real honest. I have not played Standard because of Field of the Dead. And, you know, who knows how long. Yeah. And then Astrolabe is just, like, homogenized the Popper format since it was printed. Oh, yeah. I've been complaining about Astrolabe and Popper for freaking ever. Forever at this point, it feels like, you know? Since MH1, which was like, what? And that string of... July? That that string of like, here's War of the Spark. Here's uh, uh, Modern Horizons. Here's spoilers for this set and this set and this set. The giant spoiler season that never ended. Like, God... But they got rid of Field of the Dead. You never have to. You won't have to worry about Golos in this format for a while. Uh, and then Arkham's Astrolabe will help uh, Popper kind of just like all the decks that had been sitting just below the surface. That Arkham's Astrolabe is kind of just like the snow decks have kind of just kept down. They'll pop up to the surface, and there will be like five to ten good Popper decks to play again. Um, but that's not so- all the news they gave us this week, is it? Uh, so before before we move on, 
Are we getting our wild cards back for our Fields of the Deads on Arena? Ah. I, I I don't see anything in this saying, hey, we're going to do that. I don't think we will. <laughs> it's Watsy. They got to make money somewhere, right? Man, great. Like, if they're going to have pushed standard, don't punish us for building the decks, you know? Yeah. Like, it worst part is, like, I don't even know how much standard I'm going to play now because, like, you just have Bant, Bant Ramp is just the best deck. Yeah, we got like, another banner announcement in, like, three weeks, four weeks, three weeks, one, two. One, two, three. Yep. We got a banner restriction announcement so, on November 18th in, like, three weeks. We'll be fine. Just deal with it for three weeks and then that'll all be said and done. I guess. I'm really hoping they ban either Nissa or Tefiri or Oko or... How about all three? <laughs> Please? They they even mentioned that they're keeping an eye on the green's power level and standard because they know that they freaking overshot green in power level by a, by lot. a lot. So. You know, um, if these cards are banned, we can still play them. That's the best part. Yeah. This is what I, I'm talking about. This. this is excited. I'm, I'm super we excited. We had um, a news article published this morning as well, entitled "Announcing the Pioneer Format." Um, simply put, we're getting a new format for paper and for Magic Online. Um, the format is going to be starting from Return to Ravnica all the way through Throne of Eldraine and forward. Um, the only band list. The only cards on the ban list as of now are the five fetch lands from Cons of Tarkir. Flood of Strand, Polluted Delta, Bloodstained Wire, Woods, uh, Wooded Foothills, and Windswept Heath. This is the Wild West right now. Oh, yeah. I am so excited for this. Like This is, this is what we wanted Historic to be, and it's going to be so much better. Yeah. This... this them making this format tells me that they basically have no intention of supporting Historic at this point. Oh, yeah, no. Historic is just there, like, it's the wild format on Hearthstone. Like, they won't support yep. it for another two years, probably. And then once it has a decent card pool, it's like, oh, here's all this stuff for Historic that you ever wanted. Here's all these, like, bands and here's these new cards, things like that. I would much rather just go play Pioneer. Just port Pioneer on yep. your arena. So, um, let me, if I can find that tweet again, I believe that was Corbin who posted this this morning, Corbin Hostler. Um, there is a list of card, list of cards, um, uh, list of cards legal in Commander, in Pioneer, excuse me, that have been banned elsewhere. Um, Smuggler's Copter, Dig Through Time, Treasure Cruise, Deathrite Shaman, Aetherworks Marvel, Reflector Mage, if that really counts. Uh, Attuned with Aether, Rogue Refiner, Ramanop Ruins, Rampaging Ferocidon, Field of the Dead, Felidar Guardian, Emrakul the Promised End, and technically Paradox Engine. Technically. Those, those are some very, very powerful cards. Yeah. Um. And, like, <laughs> that's not discluding... Oko or Tefiri or like anything else in standard that has been pushed too. Like Hydroid Crisis, like 
These are insane, right? Yeah. Uh, so being able to start from Return to Ravnica forward means we just get like, what is it like? It's a, it's a couple thousand cards to play with now, right? I honestly could not even tell you. Give me half a second. I can though. If the average Magic set uh, is like two hundred to two hundred fifty cards, and uh, this is half of them, thirty-one sets that are legal. So yeah, we got like. According to Magic Online, it's two thousand cards, but that that seems very low. Yeah, it might be. Um, two gatherer. It's probably closer to about four, like three to four thousand cards. Because here in this past like two years, a lot of the sets have been bigger, but they've been like like they've all been the same size. Whereas like Return to Ravnica, Gate Crash, Dragon's Maze. Right, Return to Ravnica, Great Crash, were, Gate Crash were really big, but Dragon's Maze was really small. And then yeah. they kind of just did that all the way through. So it, it's probably about, I'd say about 3,000 cards, probably. It'd be my estimate. So what do you, what do you think, man? Where are we at? Uh, Pioneer is going to be great. Um, Historic is just a dumpster fire now compared to this thing. Um, oh, yeah, I... I cannot be more excited for this format. Like, the modern has been pretty bad for a while, right? It hasn't been terrible, we, we, but like, it's not been great. It hasn't been the format I have wanted. Yeah. Basically, ever. Uh, well, I wouldn't hold your breath on this one quite yet. With things like Sahili Rai yeah. and Rally the Ancestors. And all these other really powerful standard decks that were, like, warping themselves, like, the format around themselves. Like, you had to play this to beat this, or they got cards banned, or this and that. And the fact that Wizards is just like, here's everything minus the things that make your mana really good. But you still get Which shot I'm not gonna complain. Yeah, I'm not going to complain. Not having fetches is going to improve this format drastically. Yeah, fetches are, are terrible card design, really. Just, like... Especially when you have cards like Overgrown Tomb, Stomping Ground, Steam Vents, cards like that, Canopy Vista, Prairie Stream, cards that have basic land types that are fetchable with these fetches. Fetches were just a, a bad card design for these for this point. Like back then when you didn't have cards that produced like they were they were just basic lands or they produced one they still produced one color but they had an additional effect. Like like kind of like how the yeah. Mystic Sanctuary and stuff from Thornabell Drain is, so fetches are fetches being gone is completely fine for this format. This is like almost a necessity. Uh, unfortunately, this means that we will not get Zendikar fetches printed in a standard format anytime soon. Which, I'm hoping. I'm really hoping. But like I know we have a return to Zendikar. Yeah, but, but it, like, do they want to print them and then immediately ban them from? Yeah, exactly. Like. Why? Why would your uh, your pioneer players ex- like have any interest in opening those packs? Then you know exactly. They will just buy the singles they need after everyone's opened them for standard. Uh, but having like course at twenty fourteen, course at twenty fifteen, and like Theros and Return to Ravnica, like Return to Ravnica and Guilds of Ravnica. Like, you have two Ravnica sets in this thing, in this mm-hmm. space. So there's a lot of just, like, 
here's all these green black cards you can play. Here's all these red white cards you can play. Here's three color nonsense. I've we've already built decks for these from like we've taken previously really strong standard decks and have already ported them into this pioneer format. Like that's we had, we spent like what two hours doing that just like trying to like get decks yeah. built for this because it's just so powerful. Yeah, after after we had this announcement, you and I just sat here for two hours and just like, all right, let's let's see how much of this can we actually build. And I mean, we have lists that look good, good, you good know? as a starting point for sure in a, in a blind format. the The biggest problem I have is just like I don't know how to build a sideboard, and like I I don't know what my mana bases look like because we have so many. Uh, so, mana bases are going to be a little bit difficult at the start for sure. Um, trying to figure out like how many shock lands do you play? Do you play Fabled Passage because there's another fetch land that fetches a basic land but still gives you your mana fixing? Uh, like, do you want to play things like Evolving Wild because that's legal in this format? Do you want to play things like do you, how many utility lands do you want to play? Do you want to play Field of Ruin? Do you want to play? Uh, I forgot off the top of my head what the other one was. Oh, well. I had, an, I had another utility land that was really good, and I can't remember what it is. Um, but, like, we get to play things like Marvel in this format. Yeah. We get to play Sahili combo. You get to play pretty much Splinter Twin in, in this format, which I don't expect that to last very long. Same with Marvel. I don't expect Marvel to last very long. Um... We have cards like Braid and Night of Autumn and like ways to answer a Marvel, but if they spend their entire turn building up to said Marvel and then you try to answer their Marvel and then just spin the wheel into another Marvel. Like that doesn't <laughs> it doesn't do it immediately get you anywhere. Yeah, you're like you, you're not you, your card just your removal just got blanked like the, the board state is still the same. <laughs> They just, they're just down five energy or four energy because it's how that, yeah, how you get, works. you get two. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm really excited for Torrential Gear Hulk's return. Specifically with Dig Through Time. Yeah. With Dig Through Time, Dig Through Time and Treasure Cruise, man. Those are going to be like the premier hits off of Torrential Gear Hulk. I'm, I'm very excited to see, like, what playable counter spells do we have in this format? Anything? Um, let's see here. First one that comes to mind is Sensor. Yep. Um, Sensor and Supreme Will. Which, like, neither of those are hard counters. Um, uh, we we have Disallow. We have Disallow. I'm trying to go back further here into the cons and Theros and Gate Crash stuff. Um. Counterflux is from the Return of Nika block. Yes, you would be correct. Which is the Overload. Yeah. Counter target can't be countered. Counter target spell you don't control. Overload is just one more. Counters all of the spells you don't control, which is really good. Um, oh, man, I forgot Collective Brutality is legal. Collective Brutality is legal in this format because thank you, uh, Eldritch Moon. We get Last Hope. We get... Uh, Planeswalkers are going to run this format over. 
Yeah. Like, so, thank God this, um, we're starting at Return to Ravnica so we get Dreadbor still. Like, you have Dreadbor. We have Dreadbor, Hero's Downfall, Assassin's Trophy, um... Murderous Rider, Angrath's Rampage. Thank you, I, c- I kind of think of Murderous Rider. I always want to call it Midnight Rider, I know that's not right. Yeah. Um... I, okay, so I've worked on... You and I worked on the Four Color Sahili list. Yep. Um, we worked on Green Blue Marvel. I have a Bant, like, Walker's deck, like, taking homage to the Green White Tokens deck from... Zendikar. Um, Zen, uh, yeah, Battle for Zendikar. Um, I've worked... I've tried to work on Abzan, and I just... I don't know what good, like, mid-range cards exist without having to actually go through and look. And, say, and you told me about a Rallyer deck, right? Like, there was a Rally the Ancestors. Yeah, there's there's a Rally the Ancestors deck. There's Collected Company decks, I'm sure. But, like, the, the Company decks aren't really combo-centric at this point from what I've seen. They all just look mid-rangey. I wonder how far I can get on Podmom. What's the biggest, dumbest thing we can get? Uh, More importantly, like, how consistently can we get there? We've got Corridor Monitor on two. We've got Gilded Goose on one. Corridor on two. What's on three that can just do something? I'll have to go back and look. I'll have to go out and look. Go back through and look yeah. At well, cards. that's actually something we will have to investigate because I, I do not know what we can actually do. Oh, bounding crisis. On three. Hippocampus on four. Oh, Woodland Bellower on six. Oh, oh my oh, god! I get is, to oh. do everything. Oh, this is gross. <laughs> I get to do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I have a foil bridging ha- hippo camp around here somewhere. I I'm to, real glad I still have I it. I get to do stuff. Oh my god. Okay, we're gonna have to do that later. That might be something I work on the night while I'm at work. <laughs> <laughs> I get to do stuff in this format. This is great. <laughs> and like we we haven't even talked about like mono red and like how good mono red has been over the last you know ten years or whatever this format. The last spans. last seven standards. Yeah, so we have, um, let's see, we have the mono red deck with Hazaret. We have the mono red deck from Last Standard. Those are those are the two that stand out to me. Um, uh, we have a Tarka red. red. There was a Tarka red from Theros. There was. There was the Boss Lie lift list from before that. Like there, mono red has so many good cards. And I feel yeah, like we can't just, jam them all in the same deck and we'll or we'll just like be overloaded. Oh yeah, like like I was talking to you about. Like we have Swiss Spear, we have Beaumont Courier, we have Soulscar Mage, we have like There's um, uh, Fire Drinker Seder. There's There's the one drop from Dominaria. Uh, the Wizard. Gitu Lava Runner. Thank you. Like that's like, if you're playing four of those, that's 20 cards right there. You get Rakdos Cackler. 24! <laughs> like, that's before we have Eidolon. And that, these are all, you know, creatures. These are not burn spells. Yeah, like, these are just the like, creatures. we have Rabble Master and Legion War Boss. Uh, Chain Whirler. <laughs> like, 
you you can only fit so many in your deck. Like you have shock, you have can wild slash go face. Uh, I'm not sure. I actually don't know either. It's been so long since I cast that card. Yep, it's any target. Nice. So you have Wild Slash. Uh, we have Shock. We have Light Up the Stage. Skewer the Critics. Bone Crusher. Uh, yeah, Bone Crusher Giant as like removal plus a 4 3. Um, Lightning Strike. Risk Factor. Experimental Frenzy. Like, and that's before we get into like Hazret and Glorybringer. Chandra Torture Defiance? Like. There's so much in this format. And that's, like, we haven't even touched, like, Scarab God decks yet. Yeah, like, we haven't even looked at, like, what a control <laughs> deck would look like. Like, there's, like, um, the... I have a couple people working on... Uh, Bant Bant uh, control from like the RCR standard but slotting in a Boreal Grazer and Oko like what does that look like who knows <laughs> oh I'm I'm currently looking at a Jeskai Ascendancy Paradise Druid Sylvan Curative list with Retraction Helix, Quicken, Tefiri, Dig Through Time. I'm not going to lie, that I feel like we're missing Emery's. Oh, God. Don't even get me started on that card. Yeah, like, we have Emery, we have Cheskai Ascendancy, and Mox Amber. Like, one of those probably has to get banned, right? Right. <laughs> Let's not forget, we have standard unplayable... Uh, Savage Knuckle Blade. <laughs> Goodness. Like, think about how many bad cards are also in this format. A lot, probably. Like... Yeah. Don't mind me. I'm typing in uh, the start of this pod bomb thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to think, like, how... How deep can we go on Burn if, like, this format is going to be dominated by Oko, you know? Yeah, it's like, we don't we don't have context because we don't know what the de best decks are going to be, like, what the decks are going to look like. Yeah. Like, if the format is Gilded Goose and Gilded Goose into Oko, like, that seems really good. Yeah. I just, I'm concerned about this format. I am very excited for it, but I have concerns, and I hope WOTC actually addresses them. Um, we're getting more information Thursday about it. Um, they're going to have the on the weekly the weekly pro uh, broadcast they do on Twitch. Yeah, the they're going to talk MPG about the yeah. They're going to talk about the like banning thought process here and like what they are going to keep their eye on. It sounds like so. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna talk more about it on the twenty fourth, which is Thursday. I think it's Thursday. Yep. Yeah, Thursday. Uh, which we'll get we get to play it on Wednesday on MTGO. It starts on the twenty third. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, 
I might have to go pick some stuff up for this Aetherworks Marvel deck. Or this Sahili deck. Uh, the Sahili deck's probably fucking expensive as hell. Well, let's go price it, I'll shall say, we? Go pick it up now. Just say before, before anything spikes on there, because, like, here's the cool part about this. A lot of these cards that like, people have been holding on to forever are starting to go yeah. up now. These uh, fast lands from Galadesh, they're all starting to creep mm -hmm. up. Sahili just spiked to $15, and that's, like, out of stock. So who knows what the actual price of this card is going to be now. Um, I'm off this format. Okos are $70 online. Yeah. Unless you already <laughs> own the place of Oko, I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy Oko unless you already have them. Like, I wouldn't play them. I'd find something else to play. For sure. Um, uh, Sahili's are 10 like, man, how how high are Tefiris? Thirty two dollars. Good lord, man! Is that in paper? No. Oh, damn. What are they in paper? Oh, well, never mind. I guess I'm not playing this anytime soon on Arena. I mean, on on MTGO, because it's not on Arena. Yeah. So not bringing it to Arena is kind of like them just. Like, here's Historic, you can have this format, we're not going to support it anymore because we're not bringing this to Arena and having Historic on there as well. I don't know why they just don't ex hack, just get rid of Historic and just bring Pioneer at this point. Because they still have to program 20 plus sets, and like, they can't even have a client that doesn't crash, like, let alone have, you know, all the cards legal. Exactly, like... I played two games today, and I crashed, like, three times. Good lord, man. Like, you just can't deal with that. Exactly. Um, but anyways, Pioneer is going to be so much so much fun. There's so much things going on. The Sahili deck is probably, like, my favorite brew so far of everything I've, I've built. Like, I literally just took the modern Sahili deck... Pulled everything out of it that wasn't legal in this format, that wasn't a card. And then uh, put in cards that were legal to just kind of help make this man help make the mana base better, help make finding cards better. Um, if you want, we can go over this, go over this Sahili deck, because I think this yeah, is, go this for is a good it, spot to start. Go for it. Um, so we're playing, pretty much, we're playing Oath of Nyssa, Once Upon a Time, Attuned with Aether to help. Like, thin out the deck. We get to find basics. We get to find creatures. Othanissa can grab planeswalkers if we need them. Um, we're playing, like, 16 creatures in the form of Gilded Goose as mana, like, accelerant and kind of fixing. Voice Resurgence is just, like, a threat that can kind of just, like, stick on the board. Easy to, like, leave behind a body if they remove it. Uh, Bone Crusher Giant doubles as a removal spell for aggro decks and is a body on the back end. Uh, and then, obviously, Feldar Guardian as our combo part. Uh, we're also playing Oko, and that like it combos with Gilded Goose, combos with like our food tokens spell we're queller. making, um, Spell Queller. Uh, forgot we're playing Spell Queller in there as well. It's just like Spell Quellers like get anything under four mana, any kind of interaction, we just take it from you. Like that's so good. Mm -hmm. And then Oko just turns it into an elk, and they never get that card back again. That's just absurd, man. Like that interaction is. Just disgusting. Uh, we're also like, and then obviously we're playing Sahili Rai, which is like 
here's the combo engine of Felidar Guard and Sahelirai. Sahelirai also can copy, uh, like, voice resurgence, or elks, or, like, anything you've elked in the entire game. You, like, if you, like, turned a food into an elk, you can just copy the food, like, the, the food elk, and have another 3-3 with Ace and smash people. Mm-hmm. So it's just like it's just really good. It's this is really good, like synergistic combo has a combo finish, has like this kind of zooey aggro start, plays Oko, plays Spellqueller. Like there's nothing to hate here. The mana base is where things get start get hard. Like mm-hmm. you're playing four Aether Hub, four Fable Passage, uh three, four, five, six, seven, like eight basics, like three forests, an island, two mountains, and two plains. Uh, we're playing two Hinterland Harbor because it's a green and blue producing land, and we're mostly green and blue. Splashing, like, a white for, like, v- Voice and Felidar and uh, Spellqueller, and then splashing red for Sahili Ryan Bonecrusher. Uh, our shock lands are a breeding pool, a sacred foundry, a stopping ground, and a temple garden. Like, the only land that doesn't turn on Hinterland Harbor is these two planes and a sacred foundry and Aether Hub, but that's like, it doesn't feel terrible for sure. I agree. Um, sideboard stuff. We haven't really figured that out yet. I kind of just like started slotting sideboard cards into this format. Uh, we're playing like Bale of Summer, Night of Autumn, Scavenging News. You, if you don't like Scavenging News, you play like Rest in Peace. Um, I'm playing Wet Ball still. I don't know why. Like, I think Wet Ball is like probably not needed, but I don't know. Yeah, we, we don't have big mana in this format. There's no like, big mana, but Arclight Phoenix is a thing. True. So we'll see if that like it helps be like helps become a viable thing. Could also play Rule of Law. Rule of Law is harder for blue and red to interact with than Tamping Sphere, but it also or Deafening Silence that works too. Um, that one's way cheaper. Yeah, it's one mana instead of three mana. Um, so it's kind of just like wait and see because you don't know what you need. You don't know what how your format's gonna look mm-hmm. yet because you have access to so many cards and there's so much stuff. But this deck essentially is just like. Here's, what is it, 26 spells that do something, and then here's 12 spells that dig through my deck to find stuff, and then here's 22 lanes. Yep. I'm playing... Nice and simple. Playing 48-card deck with 12 cards that can just find stuff for me. So, I feel like that's what this format's going to be about, is just, like, for the first, like, two months, is how fast can you go, and are you faster than your opponent? <laughs> yeah where's that marvel deck you shared with us at i'm trying to find it um i have it pulled up right now uh you want me to read read through this sure go for it okay you probably know so i do um we were originally doing the the team or marvel deck that was in standard and just updating it to uh to the format um after putting, after slotting everything in, realized that the only red card we had was Harness Lightning. Um, so we actually just, I just cut those just for more, just mid-range threats. So unfortunately, like, we're kind of pretty low on interaction. Um, but, like, we're just, like, racing towards Marvel and, like, have this generic mid-range beatdown plan as a backup if need be. Um, so we have four Attune, four Gilded Goose... Like, pretty, pretty common core for these green decks, I have a feeling. Um, we have four Servant of the Conduit, another Mana Dork that also is an energy producer for our, our Marvel. Uh, four wood, wood Weaver's Puzzle Knot, really good against the aggro decks, and 
produces mana, uh, produces energy, uh, for Rogue Refiner, and, like, again, same idea, very good mid-range threat, draws cards, so, like, is good against control decks, and creates energy for our Marvel plan, uh, three Oko to combo with our Gilded Goose, can turn our Woodweaver's Puzzle Knot into a 3-3 and start attacking with it if need be, like, Oko does a lot of different things here. It's our, like, only piece of interaction, really, for the most part, in this list. Mm-hmm. Um, we have we have two Glimmer, uh, Glimmer of Genius, Scry 2, Draw 2, Get 2 Energy. Pretty okay, probably. I don't know. It's, like, the one slot I'm not sold on. Yeah. Um, for Aetherworks Marvel as, like, our combo engine. Um, and then I have two Hydroid Crisis here as well as, like, like a payoff for going late in the game if need be. I'm not sold on Hydroid Crisis being good in this deck because we don't have a ton of ramp. Um, currently, the only ramp we have is Gilded Goose, so unless we're also like playing like Growth Spiral or something to accelerate into Marvel on three consistently, I don't know if uh, Hydroid Crisis is going to be worth it. Um, as for hits off of off of Marvel, like the, the big one is Ulamog that sees this hunger, so we're maxed out on those. And then I have a single Emrakul to Promised End here, um, just because, like, this card is absurd if you haven't ever played with it, and more importantly, if you've never played against it. Um, rounding up the deck, I have two Dig Through Time. Um, it's really good at finding you what you need. This card is absurd, man. Yeah, Dig Through Time is probably, like, the best, like, blue can. I, I, I'd call it a can trip at this point. It's, yeah, it, it's card advantage. Um, I could honestly see cutting the, the two glimmers for two more digs, or even like the two hydroid traces. Like, I I could see maxing out on dig through time in this deck. But like, if we're doing that, uh, once upon a time only hits creature or land, correct? Creature or land. So it can't find us our woodweaver's puzzle knot or our marvel, which is kind of unfortunate. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then the mana base, we have a bunch of duels between Breeding Pool, Botanical Sanctum, Hinterland Harbor, um, Aether Hub is just, like, a free, free duel in this deck, basically. Um, have three Fabled Passage as, like, our pseudo-fetch land for Marvel as well, um, because Marvel says anytime a permanent is put into the graveyard from play that you control, so it doesn't care where it came from or what it is, so fetching gives us an energy... A um, couple basics to round it out, and then we have a single Castle Vantress as a like another card advantage engine. Hmm. I'm I'm very much sold on Marvel being a very good deck in this format. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a matter of what version of the deck is going to be the best. Yeah. What else do you got in the realm of possibilities here? I'm currently working on a Sultai Scarab God Frilled Mystic deck. Oh, that sounds gross. <laughs> oh, goodness. I figured I would have your interest in that one. That sounds gross. Oh, my gosh. And then, like, of course, we have Torrential Gear Hulk with, like, Dig Through Time and Disallow and Pulse of Marasa and Assassin's Trophy. Like, this deck looks really cool. And again, because we're in green, like, we're green-blue, we have Gilded Goose plus Oko. Like, like that that combination of cards we're going to see a lot of, I have a feeling. Oh, yeah. Like, we'll see a lot, a lot of that for sure. 
Oh, we can play discoveries in this deck because, like, we can ditch spells to, uh, like, we can ditch stuff to our Scarab God, like, to our graveyard for Scarab God later. Or, or our Torrential Gear Holes. Or Dig Through Time. Oh, yeah, that's hot. I didn't think about so that without one. Without Fetch's Delve seems, like, not as strong, but yeah, it definitely Yeah, I, I haven't had a deck. I haven't had a deck where I'm, like, maxing out on Dig Through Time. Um, like, here I'm only playing two, and, like, that seems fine. I'm, I'm not sold on needing more than two. Yeah. Hmm. This deck looks really cool. It looks really, it I looks really I, clean. Oh, yeah, am I still screen sharing? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if we want 38 lands. 38's probably a little low when we want to go to six mana. I mean, uh, 20, 22 lands. So we can probably cut these tireless trackers, but like if we're playing more lands, tireless tracker is better. So maybe, yeah, we probably just cut these sensors, right? Play twenty-four lands, maybe twenty-five if we cut this pulse. Pulse is really sweet when we're maxing on on a uh, fabled passage too. So yeah, for sure. There's a lot going on with this lick. There's a lot going on in this format. There's a lot, yeah. There's a lot to this format. Like I'm, I'm talking with people right now, trying to figure out like. How far can this pod chain go? If I like want to go up the ramp, I'm like I can go to four. I can go through. I can get to breaching Campus campus, but I need to be able to turn a five, a four into a five drop that does something for me, so I can go into the woodland bellower to start over and do something weird. Yeah, I'm. Uh, let's see, breaching Hippocamp. I need a conscripts like. Well, okay, so if we start at two, we have Corridor Monitor into Breaching Hippocamp we have, into... We have Corridor Monitor into Bounding Graces into Hippocamp. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Into a five drop, into Woodland Bellower, get another Bounding Graces, and then you could turn Woodland Bellower into a seven if you wanted to. You could, uh, if we're playing, Woodland Bellower is non-legendary, correct? Yeah, Woodland Bellower is non-legendary green creature with converted mana cost three or less. Lame. I, I always wanted that card to get Nissa. This is probably just fine in this deck too, right? Bounding Graces? Or Woodland Bellower? No, Nissa. Oh, Nissa? Yeah, it's probably fine. Um, I'm very excited about this, man. We have a lot going on. Is there a mono blue and gold the shore deck in this format? Oh yeah. <laughs> How atrocious does that sound? Um, you can play the Aether Flux Reservoir deck now. And then we like we just get to pick up our Gear Hulk and flashback our our engulf when they extend next turn. Yep. That that seems like a four of dig through time deck. Yeah, we could just play Paradoxical Outcome, Aetherflux Reservoir, all the zero-drop artifacts you could ever, ever want. This seems fine, right? <laughs> Are you screen-sharing with me? No, no. Like, just, like, oh. I was thinking about things like that. Yeah. Um... 
I'm very excited about what's going on. We have Doomblade in this format. Yep, we got Doomblade. We also have Fatal Push. Yep. Devour Flesh. Um, there's Devour Flesh. There's... Cyclonic Rift. Yep, we get Psych, psych Rift. <laughs> I want to play a 4-0 Psych Rift deck and just ruin my opponent's life. That sounds miserable. Why would we do that? I have a goal. I have a goal. It involves four engulf the shore and four cyclonic rift. Goodness. <laughs> I am an awful human being and I am okay with this. Yeah, it seems fine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't encourage me. Encourage Actually, I mean I mean do, but Yeah, exactly. You want me to encourage you, right? We have countervailing winds too. Which, like, can actually just be a hard counter. Hmm. I'm very excited about what's going on here. Uh, I'm super interested in this. I'm just like, this format seems like a brewer's paradise trying to figure out all the cool stuff that you can do with. And I don't know. It's going to be, I'm excited. Mana bases are hard, man. I, I'll, I'll, you'll figure it out eventually. Like, it's not that terrible to figure it out. You eventually will just get there. You can play zombies in this format, too. We can play Field of the Dead in this format. Yeah, you can play Field of the Dead in this format. Like, just actually port over the the Golos deck, but give it good mana instead of all these guild gates. No, no, you play the <laughs> guild gates because you can play Mace's End. I need to read Maze's End. As uh, I have played a lot of that card in various format, and I do not know the text on it. So okay, so it's not a static effect. You actually have to activate it. Okay, yeah. that's what I wanted to know. All right, man. What else we got on this week? Anything? Uh, What's this weekend? Coming up this weekend is. SCG Atlanta. I believe it's a team tournament. Let's find out. It is a modern open. Oh. So what do you think about the state of modern? I mean, it was fine. Um, I didn't see Urza once. Like, even also, walking uh, around tables, I didn't even see it. That's interesting. Because I anticipated a lot of Urza. Yeah. Uh, there's also a um, an IQ this weekend up in Magelings. Yeah. Any interest? Uh, I'm probably gonna stay. I home. gotta work. <laughs> I gotta work. I'm probably gonna stay home. For sure. I would go. So I. Uh, I have the, the deck list from our regionals. Um, again, I don't think we've said this, but shout-outs to, to Charles Cooper for his fifth-place finish. Um, Cooper is a hell of a player if you've never met him. Where did he finish at? And I didn't even... Fifth. Aww. Yeah, he, he, he was the top seed going into top eight, and I guess he lost to the dredge player who ended up winning the event. Yeah. Um, so top eight here, we have Dredge, 
Megatron, uh, Slivers in third, which I believe this is the Slivers player Ryan played. Yeah. Um, just 34 creatures, 4 Aether Vile, 2 Collecting Company, 20 lands. Um, Amulet Titan in fourth, Cooper's Junglist in fifth, uh, Ponza in sixth. Anything interesting here? We have some Season Pyromancers, a Questing Beast, uh, three Pillage, which is actually really sweet. Pillage is a very underrated card for that deck. Um, Esper Control in, in seventh. We got some Snapcasters, Tassigers, Jace, three, three, oh, a one, two split on Tefiri, Hero, and Raveler, Archmage's Charm, Cryptic, Drown in the Lock, Fatal Push, Force, Sky's Guile, Op, Shadow of Doubt, Spell Snare, Thought Scour, one Mystic Sanctuary, so we can't even, like, loop it all the way with Cryptic like we want. Yeah. Yeah, this is an interesting list. I'm kind of off it, but whatever. Um, then eighth place, we have a second Jund list with a bunch of Planeswalkers. We have nine. We have nine Walkers, five different Walkers. We have three Veil, three Ren and Six, and then a single copy of Chandra Torture Defiance, Last Hope, and Vraska Golvari Queen. Um. In the board, nothing special here. Got a couple Ashiok, Dream Render. Um, this is interesting. I'm not seeing a whole lot of anything interesting. Like, it, like overly interesting, you know? Nothing stand out as, you know, what we expected. I expected Urza to be everywhere, and it didn't even top eight. Like, exactly. Um, I feel like Oko is kind of to blame for part of that it's kind of slowing like slow it helps slow those artifact decks down because it turns their mox opal into a three three and it doesn't turn like or it turns box amber into a three three and then it turns off box opal like that just that, that takes out half their fast mana for them um like you turn emery into a three three it does nothing you turn there's a lot just a lot there that you can just like Mm-hmm. There's a lot there. But, um... I'm not surprised. Usually we're not, like... Columbia's, like, not super focused on... It's very uh, mid-rangey. We're, we're real exactly mid-rangey. We saw. Um, I'm gonna be honest. That's the, like... Besides Cooper, I didn't even know there was another Jun player there today, on Saturday. I did not see another one at all. Well, evidently the other one top-aided, so... Yeah. <laughs> Um, I was wondering who was playing Sivers. I guess I, I was like, I heard Robert was there yesterday, and I'm guessing I was like, and then I heard like whisperings of a Slivers player. I'm like, is it Robert? Is it Robert? Is Robert Purcell playing Slivers? Yes. Yes, he is. Yep. <laughs> I don't think I knew who that is. Um, and then Scipio, I saw Scipio at the top tables most of the day. He his, his, uh, deck was getting a lot of like attention there as well like people were talking about it um was he the esper player he was the gruel land destruction he was ponza oh okay it was a really cool ponza deck with like with like with the red and six and whatnot it was the real it was real cool it was real fun to watch him play it 
was real grindy. I think Jay played him round six and lost and had a and was like needed to needed to win the next round to cash, which Jay cashed, Cliff cashed, and Eric Bassnight cashed last night. Well, plus plus Cooper. Yeah, plus Cooper. Yeah, just discounting Cooper there for a second. Yeah, it was a it was a good weekend for for everybody. I'm I'm saddened that I miss it, but like at the same time, my weekend was also just exceptional. Yeah. Um, I'm also just looking over some other regionals list here. Nothing exciting, if you want me to be honest. You keep sharing these Bant Snowblade decks with me. <laughs> yeah, I I know that's like your. Your baby right now, so any anytime I find one, I'm just like, yeah, uh, Carl will probably like this. We'll send that his way. Yeah, I like I like I like these decks. These decks seem fun to play. Um, I know there's one guy that was playing a version similar to this one from Nicholas Montequila that won mm-hmm. his regionals. Uh, he was playing something similar to this at ours. He ended up like four or three. Just couldn't hang out. That's not the worst. It's not the worst, but like in a tournament of 111 people, like you either finished 4 3 or 3 4. It's like you're at the bottom of the pile there. Yeah, unfortunately. Like 4 3 doesn't really get you anywhere. It's kind of just how that works. Um, it's like I'm looking at just like trying like out other modern decks, just like goofing around with Stoneforge Mystic and. Like I have stuff for spirits. I have stuff for company. I have stuff for just like a bunch of these fun modern decks that I want to try. But now that Pioneer's out, probably it's all probably going to go on the back burner while I try to figure out the rest of the try to figure out this format and like what's the best deck in this format. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I'm I'm going to be doing a lot with uh with Pioneer. Yeah, Pioneer's Pioneer's going to like fix my magic itch for a while. A lot of my a lot of my lists labeled modern are probably just gonna be pioneer decks that are <laughs> mislabeled. I'm still trying to figure out this pod bomb list. I need a five drop to go from breaching hippocamp to woodland beller, and I can't find one. I would have to do a gatherer search. Or if I could combo out at five and not have to worry about woodland beller, that'd be another thing I could. Like, there's no good way to combo with Combat Celebrant either, is there? Combat Celebrant was the one was the combo I was thinking doing infinite combats, but there's no good way to do that. Hmm. I don't know. I'll figure something out. Yeah, I'm. That's where I'm at. I'm going to be doing a lot of brewing. We're gonna. I'm sure we're going to be talking a lot today about this. So. Oh yeah, I'm. Ex- I'm expecting to spend most of my day at work just talking about this. I'm excited to see, um, like I, I'm excited for Thursday so we can actually see content for this. Yeah. I I want to see this format actually get played. Oh, here's a thought. Mono Black Devotion. We have Grey Merchant. Thoughtseize. Brutality. Duress. Legion's End. 
Murderous Rider. Cast Down, Downfall. Araya. Cauldron Familiar. Um, oven. Oven. All right, let's play this in standard. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, like, Mono Black seems decent, right? Like, it seems okay. Like, after every after everything powerful gets banned, Grey Merchant killing people doesn't seem too terribly far off. Pack Rat. We get Pack Rat. I am a fan of Pack Rat. We get Pack Rat. Oh, boy. Maybe maybe this Sultai deck needs some Pack Rats. I, I could see some. I want a Pack Rat back. I want a Scarab God of Pack Rat. God, that Pack Rat would be huge. <laughs> that sounds adorable, doesn't it? That's Pack Rat King right there. That's not Pack Rat. That's fucking, that son of a bitch would be huge. Wait, how does that work? How does... Is Pyro Toughness equal to the number of rats you control, but Scarab God says it's a 4-4. I believe Scarab God overrides the text on it. So the one you reanimate is a 4-4, and then everyone that you make with Pack Rat is a Pack Rat. Yes. Okay. That's Wait, how does weird. Pack Rat read? <laughs> uh, pack Rat's Pyro Toughness are each equal to the number of rats you control. Okay, so because it's, that's not the part I need. I needed the other part. Because oh, pack rat three discard a card copy of itself. It's a copy created of created token. token. That's a copy of pack rat. So they're all just four they fours. They're all just four fours. <laughs> Magic is easy and intuitive. Yeah, we, like, it is intuitive and easy to understand. We had this conversation yesterday on how Oko removes <laughs> artifact from artifacts, but doesn't remove. But it doesn't remove snow doesn't or legendary. Snow or legendary. <laughs> I had, I, I because had those, long because those are super types. <laughs> yeah, while while you were typing that out, I just went into one of my other servers and said, "Judge, what types does Oko not remove?" <laughs> and can someone explain to me why this works? <laughs> so I got like seven answers while you typed out like three paragraphs explaining it. And I'm like, "All right, cool. I didn't read anything you just said, but I know how this works now." <laughs> Yeah, Oko Oko's a weird card. Let me tell you what. Oko is a hell of a drug, ain't he? Oh yeah. Huh. I should probably find some, but like I don't want to pay eighty dollars or whatever stupid number they're going for now. I'm gonna be honest. If Sahili gets up high enough, and Teferi Time Rather gets up high enough, I might hop off those cards. <laughs> if they get high enough, I might just ship them off and get get off. Like, that is a freaking spike. Sahili doubled. Like, it literally doubled. Maybe I can turn these foil vials into Okos. There you go. I'd be alright with that exchange. That seems like a fine change. I keep looking at these Sahili decks that are playing primetime. Thank God we don't have to worry about that. Right? No primetimes. No grave titans. Yeah. No infernal titans. We just have the we have the bad core sets, twenty fourteen and twenty fifteen. <laughs> oh goodness. Um so we have the mystery packs that are gonna be at a couple different events in the next coming months. I I can't remember what all their what all these mystery boosters are gonna be at. Um, Do you? Richmond, Magic Fest Richmond, which is in like... Yeah, there we go. There we go. Not very long from now. 
What are the odds that they are actually just like pioneer master sets? That'd be cool. Like we don't know anything about them other than this is a thing that exists. But like Wizards has also said, "Hey, we're done with master sets for a while." So how long is a while? Like I don't know. I I am interested in knowing what these mystery boosters are. Because I hope they're a master style set that drops the price of these absurd cards. Yeah. That'd be nice, for sure. Could just be like, here's all your reserve list cards. We're gonna bottom out and kill our kill our card game. <laughs> who knows what like, who knows what could be in them, right? Hey, I heard you like I heard you like original duels. Here's beta copies. <laughs> like, here's beta copies of the best card, the most expensive cards in the format. We're going to murder ourselves before Hasbro completely takes us over. Oh, man. I'm excited. Same. <laughs> so... And Hoagland's Discord, uh, he added a Pioneer channel, and it is blowing up. Oh, I bet, I bet it's freaking it. blowing up right now. And one of the comments on here is, this channel is pure madness right now. So many people are just shouting their favorite degeneracy from the last seven years. <laughs> <laughs> is he still on, is Hoagland still playing Mythgard right now? Because he was playing Mythgard this morning and I was sad. Well, it's because after they made the uh, Pioneer announcement, he he just like, nope, I'm done, and went and loaded up Mythgard. Yeah. Let's see. He is offline. Wow, that was early. Yeah, that's real early. Hmm. Well, Okay. Anything else we got on the docket this week, man? We've done a lot of talking. Nah, I think that's about it, really. Okay. You want to sign us off, or you want me to? Go ahead. Get us out of here. All right. <laughs> um, as always, you can find us uh, on Twitter. You can find the podcast at Attack for Zero. Uh, Carl and myself at... Uh, Carl is at Musical. I am at Carter Noble 25 um, past that, you can find Carl and I both on Twitch. We occasionally stream on there on separate channels. Uh, Carl is musical underscore 33, correct? Mm -hmm. Or is that... No, that's Twitter. That's Twitter. Twitter is musical underscore 33. There we go. Yeah, there you go. See, I... This outro is going to get it one day, right? <laughs> we'll get there eventually. Maybe. Um... On Twitch, he is at Musical, uh, and then I am at Mr. Missouri Twenty Five. Uh, we have a Discord channel. Go and join that. Uh, gives us a perfect way to get immediate feedback from all of our listeners. Um, questions, comments, concerns, past that can always be emailed to us. Our emails down in the show notes. Past that, I think I'm out of things to talk about this week. Same. Okay. So, with that being said, we will be back next week with um, Atlanta Review. Atlanta Review. Um, probably more Pioneer Talk, because we'll have we'll have more knowledge about it by then on Thursday. Yeah, we'll, we'll actually have a list to talk about. So, yeah, we'll figure it out then, I guess. 
All right, everyone. Have a good week. Peace.